Hello, welcome to Hope Stream FM Weekly Bible Study Review. My name is Pastor Solomon Odinyebuchi Okono. The title of this week's lesson is Worship in Education. The key text is from 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 29. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Shall we pray? Everlasting King of glory, it's another time to hear from you through your word. I invite you to lead out as we study this week's lesson. Teach us to act in obedience to your word, dear Lord, and bless our lives through the words we study today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Worship is part of humanity. We crave to worship because we are created to worship. Before the fall, in a world without sin, death, and destruction, Adam and Eve had face-to-face -face access to God and enjoyed true worship in the real sense of it. They worshipped God because they loved Him and knew that He is worthy of worship. But sin marred their relationship with God and thus altered the depth of our worship. Today, we can only imagine what it was in Eden. Although the innate need for worship still exists, but because everything else has been twisted and distorted by sin, some people have ended up worshipping creatures, including celestial bodies, rather than worshipping the Creator. Even among those who claim to be worshipping God, there is a tendency of not worshipping Him the way we should. Therefore, true Christian education should consider the subject of worship. We all worship something. Exodus 20 verse 4 You shall not make for yourself any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Throughout history, man has always worshipped something. Whether it was in the ancient world or today, man has always been linked to an object of worship. Sometimes the object of worship is an animal like a fish or an elephant. At other times, it's a fellow human being, like the pharaohs of Egypt or the emperors of Rome. Although, right from the earliest days of human history, People have worshipped creatures, people have worshipped the sun and the moon, it does not suggest that they were right. Today, many people are too civilized to bow down before statues, but apparently not a statue of Mary. But the Hebrew boys before the king Nebuchadnezzar teach us a very valuable lesson, that God wants us never to bow down before images that God wants us to take the second commandment seriously. Modern human worships money, power, sex, rocks, stars, actors, and politicians. Whatever we focus most of our attention on, whatever we live for, that's what we worship. True Christian education needs to include the whole question of worship and declare them to their children. In the Old Testament, the Psalms or Tehillim in Hebrew, which means songs of praise, played a role in congregational worship. They were excited and sung with musical instruments during times of public worship. These Psalms were dedicated to the worship of Jehovah and Israel used them during their community worship. Psalm 78 verses 1 to 17 addresses the question of education and worship. In verse 2, Asaph mentions how we will share the dark sayings of old, an expression that means to share the secrets 
or sweet old truths of the scriptures. Israel's education included teaching the children stories about the Lord's dealing with chosen nations. True Christian education should include helping children to learn how to trust God by constantly hearing about God through godly psalms, in spite and in, in truth. John chapter 4 verse 24, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. The story of Jesus and the woman at the well in John chapter 4 is one of the most fascinating in all the scriptures. The woman tried to change the subject of their discussion by introducing worship. Then Jesus seized the opportunity and taught her the profound truth about what worship involves. Perhaps the most profound is Jesus' statement in John 4 verse 24. True worship must be in spirit, stemming from love and from an experience of personally knowing God. God intends that you and I should benefit from this lesson too. Ellen White writes in The Desire of Ages, page 189, The religion that comes from God is the only religion that will lead to God. In order to serve Him aright, we must be born of the Divine Spirit. This will purify the heart and renew the mind, giving us a willing obedience to all His requirements. This is true worship. Worship must also be in truth. We must have some correct knowledge of God of who he is and what he requires of us. In other words, doctrine is involved as well. Imagine how meaningful it is to know in the midst of all the distorted teachings that we worship God who does not burn sinners forever in hell. From John chapter 4 verse 24, we discover two elements in worship, the experience of knowing and obeying the truth and the objective truth revealed to us about God. Spirit without truth can lead to sentiments built only on emotions. On the other hand, truth without spirit can lead to lifeless formalism. And this is why we need both spirit and truth. The beauty of holiness. 1 Corinthians 16.29 Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. As pictured in the Old Testament, sanctuary in Jerusalem. Worship and worship education must be centered around Jesus and the plan of salvation. Whatever else God has done for us, no matter how good, would have meant nothing without the hope of eternal life offered to us by Christ's sacrificial death on the cross. The worship practices of the nations around Israel, which included very human acts like child sacrifice, reflected what the people that practiced them were like and how degrading sin can be. In contrast, ancient Israel was to be a holy nation, separated from the evil customs around them. They were to be holy in their hearts and minds, and this was what gave their worship meaning and beauty before God. Through the prophets, God warned those who worshipped the Lord, but whose hearts were far from God. Idolatry in Education Israel was surrounded by idolatrous nations who were so dedicated to the point of sacrificing their children to their gods. Hence, true worship of the true God was a very important part of protecting the Hebrews from getting caught up in idolatry and false worship. Yet, despite all the warnings, Israel specifically fell prey to idolatrous practices. 
Today, we face the dangers of modern idolatry. The Word of God continues to warn us against idolatry. Many of what is taught in schools today will be contradictory to Scripture because many disciplines studied in school are based on the naturalistic view. We can be tempted to worship postulated ideas and theories. We can also make brilliant minds, scholars, and scientists our deities. The major problem with these ideas is that they clash with biblical views, but because they have become widely accepted, people try to incorporate them into Christian education. But this is wrong because whenever this happens, the scripture is twisted and compromised to force it to fit into popular beliefs. What are some of the popular beliefs that clash with scripture? How can the church be protected from incorporating beliefs that clash with scriptures into our educational system? And how can you protect yourself from views that clash with the scripture? Please discuss your answer with someone. In conclusion, worship is a part of humanity. We must worship God because he is worthy to receive our worship. Although we all worship something, but like the Hebrew boys, we should be mindful of bowing to or worshiping any other thing rather than God. And we should teach our children through songs, psalms, and exemplary practices to worship only God and to do so in truth, in spirit, and in the beauty of holiness. We should use true worship to counter any persuasion to worship idols. Please pray with me. Almighty Father, thank you for blessing us with this lesson. Teach us, dear Lord, to live by your word daily in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. For questions and contributions, you can reach me on WhatsApp through plus 234-903-789-1680. Or you can send an email to Sabbath School Lesson Summary at gmail.com. God bless you.